You're not alone. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Salt Mines X-Wing Podcast, a podcast dedicated to the backbone of the X-Wing community. That's right, people just like you, doing what they can to get better at the game. I'm your host, Sailor Joe, and today I want to cover the Sith Taker Open. But before we get to that, it's time for... List Building with Joe! this episode's list, I wanted to visit an old favorite of mine, a ship that uh, I haven't flown in a long time, but uh, I thought could be uh, particularly menacing, especially if flown correctly. So we're going to step into the scum faction, and I'm going to build out the rest of the list and see if you can't guess what the linchpin of this is, what the key. So I'll start at the bottom. First, we have Ahav in the Mining Guild TIE Fighter. Now that's that's pretty interesting just by himself. No upgrades, nothing like that. Next we have the Outer Rim Pioneer running Tactical Officer. And this is in the Escape Craft. And for those that aren't familiar with, because you've probably never seen this pilot on the field before, is his pilot ability, and it is a limited pilot, is... Friendly ships at range 0 to 1 can perform attacks at range 0 of obstacles. With the new obstacle rules in effect, I figure this pilot is stocks up on. So, we want to put in there. And if we're going to put in an escape craft, we've got to put in a YT-1300. So, who else better to grab but Han Solo with Trickshot, Tidal, and Agile Gunner. Now, that's pretty lean. Have you figured out who I put in yet? Well... If you guess Gurry, you are correct. And this is a thick Gurry. We've got Cutthroat, Afterburners, Viargo Tidal, and Stealth Device. Now, some of you that are paying attention have already seen the combination. There are three other limited ships. That's right, a recharging Stealth Device on Gurry. <laughs> So the idea here is uh, you kind of run Han and Ahav on one corner of the board and they wreak their own havoc. And then you run Guri and the Outer Rim Pioneer on the other end of the board. And the Outer Rim Pioneer's job is to just feed actions to Guri, Allowing you to get that kind of pseudo-advanced sensors, um, which is what Guri always wanted in the first place. So, anyway, that's my list. If uh, if you have a Star Viper, I highly encourage you to try it. Guri is so fun to fly, and she can be such a pain in the butt. All right, let's move on to our next segment. AMG Rules Forum. The first question of the week is damage cards and remotes. OP. Are remotes, buzz droids and dark one probe droids, etc., dealt damage cards? Answer, yes. From the rules reference, attack remotes. If a remote suffers one or more damage slash critical damage, deal that many face-down damage cards to it. If it has a number of damage cards greater than or equal to its whole value, it is destroyed. Next topic, 
two players with Count Dooku crew and a single die. OP. If two players with Count Dooku crew both want to affect die roll, whose Dooku wins? For example, first player ships flies over a debris cloud. First player, having flown over a debris cloud, decides to take the 1 in 8 chance of avoiding thing. Second player says, I Dooku a crit. First player then responds and adds his Dooku ability to the queue calling for a blank. Example 2. Second player's ship flies over a debris cloud. Second player, having flown over a debris cloud, could decides to take the 1 in 8 chance of avoiding thing. First player says, I Dooku a crit. Second player then responds and adds his Dooku to the ability queue calling a blank. Example 3. First player ships flies over a a debris cloud. First player, having flown over a debris cloud, Dooku's for a blank. Second player says, I Dooku a crit. Answer. From the rules reference. What happens when two players use Count Dooku crew on the same die roll? Answer. The first player's Count Dooku takes effect. If the roll does not contain the result the first player named, the ship's controlling player must choose one result and then change it to the name result. Then, the second player's Count Dooku takes effect. If the roll does not contain the result the second player named, the ship's controlling player must choose one result and change it to the name results. This can potentially mean that the same die is modified twice this way. Next question. Device detonation affecting multiple ships. OP. When a single device, say a bomb, will affect multiple ships, who chooses the order in which the ship resolve the effect of the detonation? I'm thinking it's owner of the device, given how Sabine works, but it is not clearly stated in the rules. Answer. The device owner chooses the order in which their device will damage ships. Any resulting effects from the damage dealt should be resolved completely before moving to the next affected ship. Next question. R2-D2 Republic, what is the timing for after you activate? OP, R2-D2 Republic provides, after you activate, you may spend one charge token and gain one deplete token to repair one damage card, recover one shield, or remove one device at range 0 to 1. What is the trigger for after you activate in this context? Does it, for example, mean at the end of the ship's activation, i.e. revealing dial, performing a maneuver, and after the perform action step, in which case there's a difference between after you activate and after the perform action step, or does it trigger before those steps, in which case what is the difference between after you activate and before you activate? Answer. Activate entails three steps. One, reveal dial. Two, execute maneuver. Three, perform action. R2-D2, Republic Astromech, triggers at the end of the ship's activation. That's good to know. Next question, Lieutenant Revis and other ship locks. OP, Lieutenant Revis and the TIE-FO has the following ability. After a ship at range 1 to 2 gains a red or orange token, if you do not have that ship locked, you may acquire a lock on that ship. 
The rules reference has this regarding target locks. Lock tokens are red token. Matchstick in the BTLB Y-Wing can re-roll a, a dice for each lock token, friendly or not. Does it then go that Lieutenant Revis would be able to acquire a lock on any ship that becomes locked since the ship being locked gains a red token? Answer. Yes, as lock tokens are red tokens, Lieutenant Revis in the Typho Fighter can acquire a lock on a ship that has a lock token assigned to it so long as he is in range when the lock is acquired. And the last question that we'll cover, Boba Fett rerolls question. OP. When Boba Fett gets his rerolls for have ships at range one of him, do all of the dice need to be rerolled at the same time, or does the player have the option to reroll each dice individ individually? Answer. When Boba Fett, Scum Fire Spray, uses his pilot ability, he must reroll all chosen dice simultaneously. Now, I don't know if you've noticed at this point, but it, it sure seems to me after uh, having gone through what amounts to several pages of the AMG's rules forum that there are a lot of questions that are a repeat. So I would highly encourage you, if you haven't already, or if your source of getting this information is this podcast, then continue to listen. But read over the AMG's rules forum. Because it's going to answer a lot of the questions that you might have in terms of timing windows and things like that. I know me as a podcaster, I get kind of bored reading the same questions over and over again. So my, uh, my heart goes out to the AMG uh, judge gurus who are uh, literally answering the same questions over and over and over again. So my hat's off to you. Okay, with all that said, let's go ahead and get into the uh, Sith Taker Open. Now, um, it, was a, it was a little different, so as I'm going through these lists, I'm going to kind of edit out um, some of the three, in th or three win lists with um, if I know that they're not black box, because I know that that's kind of where... Uh, or I'm assuming that's where AMG is going, and uh, I, w I want to focus on lists that uh, fit that black box range. And uh, I know what you guys are thinking, but your list of the week didn't include a black box list or ship, and you're absolutely right, and uh, I don't know what to tell you other than it's my podcast. So, anyway... Uh, with with that said, going over the Sith taper, Taker, blah. With that being said, going over the Sith Taker open list that had at least three wins. Now, the reason that I'm focusing on these particular lists are I I feel that um, should some of the dice rolls have been different, um, some of these lists could have uh, potentially been in the final cut. So with with that being said, well, and then the other reason is I want to highlight the middle of the road players because that's what this podcast is all about. So with that being said, let's start off with uh, the highest 3-3 list that's fully black box legal, which is ZZ Talo, Tally Lintra, 
Merrill Cobbin, and Greer Sonal, all with heroic, advanced optics, and prockets. Now we've seen this list with the three fives in Merrill, and I think Greer is probably the best single A-wing, RZ2 A-wing out there, so I can, I can see why this list did well. All right, next we've got Boba Fett with Jamming Beam, Proxy Mines, Slave One, and Hole Upgrade, and Dengar with Proton Torpedoes, Zam Wessel, Han Solo Gunner, False Transponder Codes, and Auto Blasters. Next we've got Chewbacca, the Resistance Falcon, with Novice Technician, Ray, and Ray's Millennium Falcon title card, and three Blue Squadron rookies with Jamming Beam, BB Astromech, and Integrated S-Foils. Alright, next we've got another Resistance list, Han Solo with C-3PO, Tactical Officer, Ray, and Ray's Millennium Falcon. Ooh, an I-6 coordinate. Gross. Uh, Caracoon with Heroic, Ferrosphere Paint, Integrated S-Foils, Plasma Torpedoes, Temin Wexley with Heroic, Ferrosphere Paint, Integrated S-Foils, and Advanced Proton Torpedoes. Interesting. I actually kind of like that list. All right, next we have a Republic list with Anakin Skywalker with Predator, Obi-Wan Kenobi with Predator, Shock T with Predator, and Ahsoka Tano with Calibrated Laser Targeting. Then we've got a triple X-Wing list with Luke, Wedge, and Biggs. Luke is rocking Heightened Perception, R2-D2, Shield Upgrade, and S-Foils. Wedge rocking Swarm Tactics, R4, Astromech, Shield Upgrade, and S-Foils. And Biggs with R4, Shield Upgrade, and S-Foils. Alright, then we're back to the Resistance with Poe Dameron with Jamming Beam. Temin Wexley with S-Foils. Poe also had S-Foils. Kai Thrani with the integrated S-Foils and a Black Squadron Ace with the S-Foils. Alright, now we go to CIS with uh, General Grievous with Treacherous, Kraken, and Solus One. Two Geonosian prototype HMPs with Sync Laser Cannons and Stabilizers and a Separatist Predator with Cluster Missiles, Dark One Probe Droids, Munitions Failsafe, and Stabilizers. Then we've got a Rebel List, Harrison Dulek with Hopeful and S-Foils, Kyle Katarn with Hopeful, Jen Urso, and Moldy Crow, Garvin Dreas with Hopeful and S-Foils, and Shara Bay with Hopeful and Veteran Tail Gunner. Alright, then we're going to the First Order. We've got Kylo Ren with Extreme Maneuvers, Predator, and Enhanced Jamming Suite, Major Von Rang with Daredevil, and Quick Draw with Elusive, 
pattern analyzer, special forces gunner, fire control system, and afterburners. Then we've got another resistance list, Han Solo with Ray and Ray's Millennium Falcon with three Blue Squadron rookies with BB Astromech, integrated S foils, and jamming beam. Then we've got Republic with a triple in one list. This is actually interesting. So uh, all three of them are running Juke and R2 Astromech. You have Anakin, Padme, and Rick. Anakin and Padme are running passive sensors and proton torpedoes, and Rick is running ion torpedoes. I kind of like that. I'm going to have to try that list. Okay, next we've got another Republic list. Anakin Skywalker with Juke, Obi-Wan Kenobi with Juke, and two 104th Battalion pilots, both with Synchronize console and one with R3 Astromech. All right, now we're back to the Rebels with Wedge and Tiddlies with the S foils, Ahsoka Tano with Brilliant Evasion and Concussion Missiles, and Luke Skywalker with Compassion, Proton Torpedoes, R2 Astromech, and Hull Upgrade. Then we've got Republic again with Wolf, Oddball with Daredevil, Precision Ion Engines, and the Alpha 3B Besh title with Proximity Mines, or not title, configuration. Contrail with Elusive Precision Ion Engines, the Alpha 3B Besh configuration, and Thermal Detonators, and Obi-Wan Kenobi in the Delta 7B. And we've got another Republic list, Plukun with CLT, Obi-Wan Kenobi with Sense in CLT, Oddball with Proton Rockets, and Rick O'Lee with Juke and R2 Astromex. Four fives, I dig it. All right, following that, we've got another Republic list, Anakin Skywalker with Predator, Obi-Wan Kenobi with Predator, Ahsoka Tano with Calibrated Laser Targeting, and two Loyalist Volunteers with the Alpha 3E-esque title. Right. Okay, I believe this one is legal. It's an Empire list. It's two Onyx Squadron Aces with Juke and an Inquisitor with Ion Missiles. That one's definitely not. Here's another Empire list. It's Fifth Brother with passive sensors and homing missiles. Darth Vader with fire control system and afterburners. And Suntifir Fell with Daredevil and targeting computer. Now that's an interesting com uh, a combination on Suntifir Fell. You don't normally see that uh, Daredevil on there. Okay. Next, we've got another Republic list, a 104th Battalion pilot, two Gold Squadron troopers, Anakin Skywalker with Elusive, and Obi-Wan Kenobi. All right. Next, 
is another resistance list. We've got Poe with foils and jamming beam. Kazuto with R5 astromech. Jess Pava with M9G8 and jamming beam. And a Red Squadron expert with R6D8 and jamming beam. Alright, now we go to another resistance list. We've got Ray with Scattering Shot, Corsella, Rose Tico, Finn, Stealth Device, and Ray's Millennium Falcon. Poe Dameron with Lone Wolf, R4 Astromech, Overdrive Thrusters, Integrated S-Foils, and Proton Torpedoes. That, that could be a hard-hitting Ray if you can get that Obstructed Shot in there. Ooh. Alright, just a couple more lists left here. Uh, next we have uh, Sunfac with Ensnare and Treacherous. And one, two, three, four, five Trade Federation drones, all with struts. Two of them with tracers and three with Discord missiles. Next we've got another two-ship resistance list where you're running Han Solo with Heroic. Cadell Connix, Corsella, Ray, Ray's Millennium Falcon, and then Poe Dameron with Outmaneuver, R4 Astromech, Prime Thrusters, Overdrive Thrusters, Black One Title, and Proton Torpedoes. And then the last list that we're going to talk about is a, another First Order list, and it is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 Omega Squadron Experts, all with Fanatical, four of them with automated targeting priority, and one Epsilon Squadron Cadet naked. All right, so what did you think of all of those lists? Um, now, I intentionally left some of them out. Just a, a quick notice, I didn't see a lot of First Order in there, and um, honestly, I don't know what the breakdown is um, overall. And I'd be curious, you know what, hold on, you're going to... Hang out with me while I Google this. Just kidding, I'm going to pause. Okay, I've got the stats. Let's go ahead and read over that. So out of everyone there, there was 28 Rebel Alliance lists, 20 Resistance lists, 19 Empire lists, 17 Scum lists, 13 uh, Republic lists, 11 CIS lists, and 8 first order lists overall. Now in the cut we saw nine Rebel Alliance lists, three resistance lists, four Empire, five Scum, one Republic, six Separatists, and four First Orders. Which means that the First Order had a 50% cut rate. Which is dang impressive. Sorry, I just had to take a second to look at what ships were there in the First Order. All right. Um, I was going to do uh, a, a little bit more. Uh, maybe we'll save it for next episode. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll keep this one short. So uh, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving a review however you consume it. It really means a lot to me, and it helps get the word out 
that this podcast exists. Thank you very much to my financial backers. If you're interested in backing this podcast financially, please consider becoming a Patreon. You can find me, or a patron, you can find me at patreon.com slash saltminesxwing. Um, as you know, I like to end every podcast with a question. And, oh, 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 wait, before I do that, um, for my patrons, check out the the board. Uh, I've got a post that's coming up, and you're going to want to see it. Okay. Now, back to what I was saying. As you know, I like to end every podcast with a question. And uh, this week's question is, how much do you feel variance plays in the three and three results? This is Sailor Joe, signing off. You're not alone.